Welcome to the Midman Podcast, a podcast focused on helping you level up your practice. I'm Jesse Arnoldson. And I'm Jay Holmes. Through interviews with some of the most successful leaders in the industry, we help uncover resources, tools, and ideas to help you level up. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoyed today's program. Hey everyone, Jay here with the Medman Podcast. I'm going to kick it off with a quick intro to Peter Berger, and then we'll jump into the interview. Peter began leading medical groups in 1976, working with underserved populations in the California desert, Central Valley, and wine country. He joined MedMan in 1983 and has managed multi- and single-specialty practices, both independent and system-owned. He left for a year work with Stanford's Children's Health. After a couple failed attempts in the past, he successfully went into retirement this year. Peter, welcome to the show. We're so glad to have you join us today. Good morning. Glad I'm here. To jump in, let's let's talk about you know the the beginning. How did you get into healthcare? Yeah, I was I was working with a what would now be called an NGO, um, a non governmental organization that implemented uh, federal and state programs, and including health programs to underserved uh, folks in the deserts of southeastern California. And we got a grant to open up a rural health clinic, a mobile rural health clinic serving. Um, folks living out in in the desert, in uh, on some, who lived in cement slabs without without power or water, and no one else knew anything about about doing that. And so I got saddled with the with the uh, assignment. We got an old mobile clinic. I uh, someone had to learn about licensing and nursing and lab testing and billing and all that stuff. And I found it. I found it fascinating and invigorating, um, and I've been doing it ever since. So that was in 1976. Excellent. And and what a career you have have had, Peter. You know, certainly with MedMan and and the likes. Um, you know, spanned a lot of a lot of different settings and and certainly challenges. Yeah, it's it has been fascinating and invigorating. You know, and it's been meaningful. I I feel like there are areas. I know that there there are areas of the country that have good health care because I and MedMan were around to help that happen. And so there are people who are alive today because of, because of us. That's awesome. And I think that's, you know, certainly a driver for, for a lot. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's the impact um, and it spreads much farther than, than the people just in our clinics. Um, yeah. It's, is, a, it's a very diffuse impact, but it's very broad and it's easy to, it's easy to lose that sense because, you know, we don't ever, the only time we see a patient is when they're, you know, they're kind of unhappy about something probably. Um, but still there are people who, who are alive, people who can see people who, uh, who can walk because of what we do. Awesome. Now, through that career, through all your experiences, tell us, the listeners, about an improvement you're most proud of. Uh, there, there are a few. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I think that, that one of the things I'm most proud of was I was working with a practice and we, we, went, from paper, like we, we went from paper records to an EMR. And this, this you know, doesn't sound like much today, but this is back in the late 90, 1990s. And relatively few practices had EMRs at that point. And it was such a strategic change for the practice. And it was also kind of opened up new opportunities to improve 
the for the docs to feel like they were improving the consistency and the quality of care that they were providing. It was fun. When you think about that, you know, what made you successful in that process? Um, determination. You know, there's, you know, which, which I would characterize as different from stubbornness. Um, you know, the, I, I believe that the thing that make one of the important attributes of a successful uh, medical practice administration is just determination. You know, the practice leaders, including me, but primarily the practice physicians, have decided that this is what we want to do. This is where we want to go. And, and it is our job, gently and firmly, to accept no, no, other, no other destination. So a lot about alignment, a lot about keeping everyone, you know, marching in the same direction. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, and, and, you know, and, and there's, lots of, lots of, there's lots of components to that. But in the final analysis, it all comes down to waking up in the morning and saying, this is where we're going. And here's how I think we ought to get there. In thinking back, you know, and, and really over the course of your career, what channels were you most successful in delivering that message? Um, I personally am a good writer, I think. So I think that for me, what was most successful was sitting down with the leaders, making sure, you know, the, the, the people, the management team and docs and, and making sure that, that there was a shared that there was a shared vision. I, I think that I think that good leaders, you know, a good leader has to have a good understanding of his or her strengths and weaknesses, and and then is is good at delegating, you know, surrounding him or herself with people who are who buttress those weaknesses and, and accentuate the strengths. The one thing that that a leader cannot do, cannot delegate. I'm sorry is lead, is hang the star out on the horizon and say, this is where we're going. And so for me, that meant getting the other, the members of the leadership and management team together, hanging the star on the horizon, you know, making sure that they had an opportunity for, you know, to, to have input on how we're going to get there not necessarily where we're going and then following that up with clear kind of written support about how day-to-day operations are going to support getting to that star out on the horizon you know i think that one of the problems that medical groups have is that we tend to communicate in lots of different ways we'll send an email and or we'll see someone in the hall and we'll say or we'll send you know and what happens then is that you know the staff their operational staff live in kind of this gotcha world where someone can say, well, didn't you see the email? Or don't you remember that conversation? Or didn't you get that text? Or don't you see the policy? Or, or how about that sign in the break room? You know, there has to be a consistent way for people to understand if we're going out to that star on the horizon, how do we pack up the tents in the morning? Um, how do we open them up at the end of the day after we've made our day journey? And, and so I think one of, one of the important things that I have tried to do throughout my career is kind of say, this is what you have to pay attention to, and this is what you can ignore. If something is important, this is how you're going to hear about it. And thinking about it now, I think that's been important to my success in, in the big projects. Yeah, that's great. That's great advice, certainly setting expectations and, and being consistent, right? I think as a leader, as a parent, everything we do, consistency really matters and building on that. 
you know leads to success yeah i was i was now, speaking about something a little bit different jay which is which is that like i say it's not just consistency but consistency of how you're going to hear about changes how you're going to hear about policy how you're going to hear about procedures so you know i think it it, it has over the years i've developed a pr i developed a pretty consistent approach to staff meetings this is what this is how often they happen and this is what you're going to hear about in them if we're changing a policy or a procedure you are going to hear about it in a procedure you know the procedure is going to get updated and just being consistent about communicating not just consistency of expectations but consistency about how we communicate those expectations i think has been critical gotcha looking back at you know certainly the electronic moving from paper to electronic yeah. records and other bigger initiatives how do you, how have you measured success and, and and have you set those expectations as you embark on a new project not as well as i should i think or should have you know we were we taking taking that project we were in a world of hurt you know the practice uh was full we were growing fast we were adding paper records we looked at at storing them upstairs and you know and installing a dumbwaiter and move you know moving medical records to a different floor and physically that wouldn't have worked even if it had worked it would have introduced so, you know whole new levels of dysfunction uh we looked at storing them across the street we looked at you know kind of all of our options for how do we continue doing what we're doing and came to the conclusion that we needed something that was fundamentally different and so I'm not much of one for, I, I, I'm not much of a believer in kind of management by objectives. The notion that, you know, we are going to set a, you know, a 10% reduction in, in these costs. And if we make it, that's success. And the reason why I'm not, I'm not much of a believer in that is that, you know, suppose we had perfect knowledge and we could look we could look down at the practice and discover that the maximum improvement possible is 9%, and we get 9%. Well, the fact that we didn't meet the 10% objective, does that make it failure? And conversely, if we had perfect knowledge and we could, we could make it an 11% improvement, if we hit 10, is that success? You know, so, you know, I kind of, I look at, I have looked at my, my career and my job every day to say, how can I make it better than what it was yesterday? And if I make it, if I make it better, that's success. So particularly when it, when it came to that particular project, I guess success was, was that we were able to, you know, we were able to keep the doors open, make the, make the, we had set some, some ideas about um, how the conversion was going to go as we made it tried to make it as smooth as we could and 20 years later the practice is still there and they're still doing great so i guess i was successful i don't know if that answered the question peter no absolutely you know and, and i think you know my brain oftentimes goes to you know what's the milestone what's the marker and yeah. and to your point you know it's it's a continually learning environment where you yeah. Know, if if you rest on that, then you know mm -hmm. you're going to be behind because no matter what, every day you wake up and and you got to push forward. And so I like the perspective, and certainly that you know while you can say you check the box of getting that project done, are you ever successful? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know every day you have an opportunity to to be more, and and you shouldn't you shouldn't rest on that. Certainly, we we did set a 
a budget for doing it, and we set a timeline for doing it, and we estimated the amount of disruption, financial and otherwise, that it was going to cause in the practice. So we set, we obviously in any in any big project like that, you have to take those matters into account, um, and we exceeded all of them. But does that make it successful? You know, in the context of what we were saying before, um, does that make it successful? I don't know. We could we have done better, and if we could have done better, then does that mean we failed? Right. Yeah. And, and you know, as you set those parameters with a budget timeline, really what you're setting there is that hey, if if we can do it within these these barriers, then you know the, the practice isn't going under, and so that's okay, right? But from the other side, yeah, you know, what was the potential of you know could we have done it faster, or save more money? Who knows. Right. So I like the perspective. I like, you know, how you certainly can look at things that with everything, right? A certain amount of energy can get put into a certain result. And after you get to a certain point, there's diminishing return. So it's something to manage for sure. Now, thinking back in in kind of let's just think about project management here of, you know, the size and scope of of this. Are there any technology or tools that you leveraged kind of personally in the management of such things? Uh, so as far, as far as tools and, you know, just Gantt charts, things, you know, uh, critical path. No, I think, I think those kinds of tools are, are useful in a large project, you know, just whiteboards, you know, none of what we, I don't think that, you know, until we get to huge practices and even there, I, I think that so much of what we do is just comes back to to sheer determination certainly with with that project again this was in the 19 late 1990s it 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 you know 1998 99 there weren't a whole lot of people to go out and learn from and still i think that you know when it comes to to emr implementations and management there aren't a whole lot of reproducible algorithms to have successful successful projects that being so so I, I think it was just kind of a question of waking up in the morning and saying, we're going to do this. And I don't know how. And that's where a lot of us, I think, spend our lives. You know, I don't know how we're going to do this, but we'll figure it out and getting there. Excellent, Peter. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I'm sure our listeners are going to get a lot out of it. You know, Peter discussed moving from paper to electronic records, but really shared, you know, how determination and how we communicate to our team really matters. And listeners, I hope and encourage you to think about how you can take these things into your practice and and how you manage uh, moving forward. Good thoughts. Thanks for tuning into the MedMan podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's featured guest. For the show notes, transcripts, resources, and everything else MedMan does to help you level up, be sure to visit us at MedMan.com.